Goodbye now. It's over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on The Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's this week, we asked, should taxpayer dollars be used to send officials to the Junos in Halifax? And if the Vancouver Art Gallery asked you to be a curator for a day, what subject would you choose? Joining us today is our regular rap panel. Leah Halai is a TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, an author and a broadcaster as well. Leah, Sarah, welcome. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Uh, we got a bit of breaking news, or at least the news that uh, occurred about three hours ago. Now, we all know that uh, Vancouver City Councilor uh, Mike Klassen uh, had applied to, city, uh, to the City Council uh, to ask for approval for $3,650 so they could pay for him to cover his trip to Halifax next month with Mayor Ken Sim to to um, to uh, to visit the uh, the city uh, who is hosting uh, the Juno Awards. Now, uh, Mr. Klassen said he wanted to get a sense of how Halifax organized the trip, and it would better uh, help him to activate and energize our city as well. Well, in the last three hours or so, we have been told that Mr. Klassen, uh, after I guess many calls from citizens uh, and the story being covered, said he was going to withdraw his request <laughs> for money uh, to go to Halifax to, to watch the Junos and educate himself about the Junos. Now, one city Vancouver Councillor Christine Boyle uh, joined us right before the, the show went to air to give uh, us her thoughts on whether or not it was the right thing to do. Take a listen. I think it's good he withdrew it. Uh, it was a very um, poorly thought out request in the first place and clearly um, a bad read of the room during a time when Vancouver residents are really feeling the pressure of the increased cost of living and, and affordability crisis. Um, it was not a good use of public funds, uh, and I'm glad to see that he has withdrawn it. Uh, and I would be interested to know if the mayor still plans on spending some of the public funds from the mayor's office to to attend with a political staffer. But for now, uh, certainly glad to see that Councillor Klassen heard the the public outcry and withdrew the request. Now, we don't know if the mayor is still going to go. One assumes he is. He's got his own mayor swagger fund, which he'll probably be using. Uh, <laughs> but let me go to you first, Leah. Uh, some people would say, look, we have to educate ourselves about other cities are, are handling some of these mm-hmm. events, which allows us to be uh, a lot better when we host events. It speaks to institutional knowledge and history. Uh, it's okay to do such things. What are your thoughts on that? Well, Ken Ken and his research and communications coordinator who's going with him, can't they take notes, right? Like, why did we need Mike to also, you know, go and take notes? Like, Ken will be on top of that, I'm sure. I don't think that uh, Councillor Klassen should have gone anyway. So I'm kind of glad he pulled that. It kind of sounded like he just wanted a, you know, a free trip to the Junos. That's what it sort of sounded like to me. And then I was thinking, okay, he asked for thirty six fifty, and Mike... Mike, sorry, Ken asked for thirty-five fifty. So, what was a hundred dollar difference there that Mike was wanting? An extra dinner? I don't get it. Yeah, and so it was the other part is that we have hosted the Junos. Yeah, uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we already know, uh, Sarah. One of the other issues is that look, other jurisdictions. Let's put Junos aside for a second. Let's just say Brad West, who's head of the, on the board of the TransLink, uh, the TransLink uh, board um, in regards to transportation for the region. What if he wanted to go to London to see how they run their transit 
credit system. Do you think that would be something that's actually acceptable? Uh, or do you think, you know what, there's enough knowledge out there on the internet, you can do a lot of things on Zoom that you really don't need to be sending, spending some of these public dollars? You know, it's, if it was for public transportation, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could get behind it. As long as it was something that was really well organized in advance, you know, there was going to be like one week and they, they could literally show an itinerary of meetings, going to various locations, mm-hmm. seeing how things were implemented, et cetera, et cetera, so on. But going to the Junos, like, come on. Yeah. Like, seriously, come on. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, if I could, if I could scam a t- t- ticket to the, the Junos, I, I'm sure I probably would go. It is a long flight. I'm, I'm, I have done the Vancouver to Halifax log, and that is, that is an all-day travel day. I think the extra $100 was so he could get one of those extra cheese trays from, you know, WestJet or Air Canada. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how much they cost now. Or, like, you know, to bring an actual suitcase. Don't get me started with the airlines. Oh, but yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't like unless do we get the or do we have the Junos next year? Uh, yes, I think it's coming yeah. up soon next year or two. Yeah, but, but we've done it, and I think it was uh, as Leah said, uh, 2018. But we also hosted I remember in 2009. I was doing it in like the early 1990s because yeah. I was working for our sister station, and I was emceeing stuff for the Junos down at the Commodore. So, I got a free ticket. Yeah. I remember that. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. That was weird. I mean, it 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 seems pretty simple. It's just it's just hosting an event. I mean, like what are what do we need to find out? What rock stars want to have in their hotel yeah. rooms? So yeah. think how could we make issue. it so much better? You know, I know what I mean? Yeah. Like how how are they going to learn something like that that's going to make yeah. it so much better here in Vancouver? If we didn't have the history of already hosting Expo, Winter Olympics, the Great Cup, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> Stanley Cup, uh, playoffs, finals, rioting, you know, we do it all well, really, if you think about it. So. I, and I, you I know, I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy because I don't, I don't think he was thinking like, you know, I'm going to get a free trip. I'm, I'm being facetious. No. Of course, I don't think it's sure it, I would. probably put in the request going, well, this would be interesting because I'm wondering, you know, and then and then just did not view the optics because anything like this <laughs> no. at all is going to be you jackass. What were you thinking? And, <laughs> exactly. it, and, and it's so hard to put the toothpaste back back in the tube, right? You can't. Yeah. You well, can't undo it. You can't unring that bill. Well, it's like that new Westminster mayor who went to Dubai for the climate change conference. It's like, well, you're not going to fix it, you know, and good on New West for doing what they can in the city. Uh, but, you know, yeah. going to Dubai uh, is not going to solve yeah. climate change and it's not going to be solved no, through, through no. New Westminster. I mean, so. just, just the, uh, like, I mean, the carbon, the carbon, you know, capture, all like, well, excuse footprint, me, the, yeah. the, the, like, the actual yeah. footprint for going to Dubai of all places, which is oil town central. Right. I mean, yeah. come on. We're on to topic number two one of London's biggest and most well-known museums is hiring for a new job opening as a Taylor Swift superfan advisor. The Victoria and Albert Museum, uh, which has more than 2.2 million objects in its collection and has an estimated 4 million people walking through its door each year is looking for a superfan advisor to give them expert advice on all things uh, Taylor Swift. Now, there are other openings for superfans as well. They want a superfan advisor on Crocs. Yes, Crocs. A superfan advisor on drag, a superfan advisor on emojis, and a superfan advisor for something they call tufting. And I better explain what that is. It's a type of textile manufacturing in which a thread is inserted on a primary base. So get your mind out of the gutter. So anyway, that's tufting. I'm sure people wanted to know. But I got us thinking, what if uh, our Friday Rap panel was made curator for a day at the Vancouver Art Gallery or perhaps at the Victorian Albert Museum? What would you like to focus on? What would you like to sell? Let's go to Leah first. You're curator for today at the Vancouver Art Gallery, or you can do it in London, if you wish, at the Victorian Albert Museum. What would you focus on? I love all things Titanic. 
So oh. for me, it would be a Titanic exhibit, all the artifacts. I, I've been to the one in Vegas a few times, and I love it. And that's where you get the name of the person that you're pretending to be, and you find out if they survive at the end. I just love the whole feel of that. Everything Titanic is just fascinating to me. So that would either be the number one pick or anything Egyptian, too. I love Egypt. So any type of exhibit, which I've been to in Victoria, they had some great ones. Mm-hmm. I love anything to do with either one of them. I'd be like, yep, I'm there. So it, you, there's a Titanic museum in Vegas? No, it's not a museum. It's actually in the Luxor. So it's, oh. it, it's like, it's inside of it. It's in their sort of um, where their showroom is. So it's actually all set up where you walk in and you're on the um, steerage level. So you okay. hear the noises, you see what the bedrooms look like, everything. And then you walk to second class and then you go to first class. It's such a cool exhibit. If you have a chance, you got to check it out. And they give you a name of somebody that was on the ship. Oh, okay. So you find out all about them. And then at the end, after you do the whole tour and you get to listen and you see all the artifacts and everything, after you find out if you lived or died. And they even actually have this cool little, I know it's kind of sad, most of the guys died, right? But they have this, um, they have the part where you can stand outside and there's like a, a fake ice sculpture and it's super cold. So you get to see kind of the iceberg kind of thing. It was it was really, really cool exhibit. I would definitely go see that again. Oh, wow. Like, if you haven't done it, you got to do it. Uh, Sarah, how about you? Well, you know, Titanic. I have not yet seen the movie, so do not tell me how it ends. Are you serious? You haven't seen Titanic? (laughs) Don't tell me how it ends. I hear the boat sinks, but do not tell me how it ends. (laughs) It was really good. (laughs) I have no interest in Leonardo DiCaprio. It was like your typical BC ferry. It just never left the dock. There weren't enough employees. (laughs) (laughs) I have struggled with this. Uh, Stephen, our producer, emailed this, and I said, I I can't think of a thing. Like, come on, Sarah. (laughs) But you know what? I, I, I love history, too. Um, so maybe I would do something because I would I would be wanting to sort of maybe elevate the conversation and and get people to understand that if you don't understand history, you are doomed to repeat it. So I would want to mm-hmm. focus on the late 1920s into the 1930s and the onset of World War II oh. and all the behaviors in the world that seem to be cropping up right now that were cropping up a hundred years ago that became what that led to World War II. So that's what I would be focusing on. History is doomed to repeat itself if we don't understand it. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking about that question. And I said, well, where would I want to be your curator for a day? I, and I've decided it's the British Museum. And on mm-hmm. day one, I would hold a press conference and say, ladies and gentlemen, we stole it. We're all giving it back. <laughs> that would be the end of it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? Yeah, oh, exactly. hands it's up. Like, you see, way, and, and would anybody like the crown jewels back? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Bueller? Bueller? That vase yeah. from the Ming uh-huh. Dynasty, China, you can have it back. That mummy yeah. from yeah. Egypt, Egypt, it's yours. That diamond, the Kohnir diamond or whatever it is. India, you can have that back India, and everything else. Yep. <laughs> I do. I don't. I, years ago, like this was like in the in the seventies. It was the the King Tut exhibit went yeah. through, and, and I was in at Crofton House School for Girls. We had a field trip to Seattle uh-huh. to see King Tut. And remember, Steve Martin did the King Tut song. It was all yes. this stuff about King Tut. And we got down to see King Tut, and it was not that big. Like it was not. You know, I the I I had this idea that it was going to be this huge. You know the whatever it's called, the like the headpiece and all that. It actually was. It was all very small, and I was kind of like, wah wah. Yeah. So they actually have more artifacts. It's actually in Egypt, so they've built a big museum, and they have like millions of pieces there. You just didn't get to see it all. That's all. Yeah, no, that was the thing. So is, much but, there was so much hype when they toured it in the in the seventies, and then when you saw it, it was kind of. It was it was it was built up so big that you it could never possibly live up to the hype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, ladies, we've run out of time. Thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too, you gang. too guys. Bye.